Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. I wonder how many times Lucan was shouted yesterday <laughs> in the area. A, a million. <laughs> oh, those kids, they started chanting Lucan at like 8 in the morning, and they kept going until the game finished last night. <laughs> Lucan! Uh, yeah, Craft Hockeyville came to town. Big success for the town of Lucan. We had the mayor on the air yesterday, and uh, she was super pumped, as was the community, and they should be. They... Uh, that's a great accomplishment to come together like that and to be able to beat out every other small town in the country mm-hmm. to have an NHL preseason game, the Leafs versus the Sens. Jim, you must be happy the Leafs came out on top. Yeah. Also happy to know uh, Tavares scored two goals, which is a good sign for the future, I would think. Mm-hmm. I know it was Living the Living up Sens. to the hype. <laughs> yeah, I know the Sens aren't the strongest team this year, but still good. They're playing them again tonight in mm-hmm. Ottawa. Uh, Jake Jeffrey was there. He works down the hall at uh, Global News Radio 980 CFPL, and he's going to come down and do sports with us, give us a recap of uh, Luke and Hockeyville. He grew up uh, playing hockey with the Luke and Irish in that arena, so he's he's was checking out the renovations that they did last night, see if Luke and got their money's worth. Okay. $250,000 was the cash reward for winning Hockeyville, and then the big festivities yesterday as well. It's just... The kids were the best. You know, that's the seeing the looks on the kids' faces. I have my brother Todd and his three boys, uh, William, Andrew, and. Uh oh. <laughs> William, Andrew. I hope they're not same listening. Re- right same now. really quick. Sometimes it like kickstarts it in your brain. William and Nicholas, of course. Nicholas. There we go. <laughs> they were all super excited. Here's a young guy named Ben talking to. 980 CFPL yesterday about his Hockeyville experience. I was just super pumped. It was amazing um, to like, even meet Mitch Marner. That was the best part. <laughs> Mitch Marner, popular guy with the kids, huh? He's a full-blown superstar. I know my nephew Lucas was a fan of the Knights and also a fan of the Leafs, so when he made the transition, now he's like... The kid, like kids, kids around here absolutely love Marner. Yeah, I think it's kind of the Simon Birch effect. Because he looks like them? Right. <laughs> Remember Simon Birch? He was that little guy. He had like a, some sort of uh, disease that made him small and it was a hindrance. But then the school bus flipped over with the kindergarten students on it. And they all listened to Simon Birch because he was the same size as them. <laughs> and he was able to get all the kids off the, yeah. the flipped school bus before it sank in the water. Yeah. Yeah. So- <laughs> Mitch Marner, because he's young, you know, he's still got that very youthful glow. Yeah. I think he's very relatable to the younger kids, and that's why they look up to him so much. Totally, like one of those... The Simon Birch effect. <laughs> exactly, like Simon Birch. Yeah, yeah, or like a movie where a little kid plays with, like, like Mike, where the little kid plays basketball. Mitch Marner, you feel like you are Mitch Marner. Yeah, you know, he's you, very relatable. Yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to play in yeah. the NHL, so he's... And he's played, like, in London, so I'm a big fan. Well, maybe not only one thing that um, inspires us, maybe practically everything he does is because he's, like, really good. I think he's one of the best hockey players. The kids love their Mitch Marner, I'll tell you that. There's uh, Ben and Cameron. 
at Craft Hockey Villain Lucan yesterday. It's Taz, Jim, Devin Peacock's here, and we've got Jake Jeffrey, a former uh, Lucan Irish, <laughs> hanging yes, out with us. We wanted to get it from you because you grew up playing hockey in mm-hmm. Lucan. How special was that event yesterday? Oh, it was awesome, and like you could hear in the kids' voices there that the kids were excited, and really that's the main thing that the event is, is for, but I, the amount of smiles on the parents' faces to uh, parents, uh, hockey parents that I grew up with who were the old parents of, of my team teammates and stuff like that and how nothing's really changed as far as they go and there's the big smiles uh, <laughs> as much as change at the rink the same old thing from the parents they're just happy to be there so they got two hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars for being named craft hockeyville uh, you got to you grew up playing in that rink you checked out the renovations the improvements yeah visible nice stuff did they yeah. spend the money well absolutely there's two big nice score clocks with like bright led lighting on either side of the rink there because they had the old old score clocks where a lot of the bulbs weren't working anymore so if once the time gets to a certain time you're like Ooh, what, what, what's, what's yeah, that? Is that an 8 or a 3? Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so it, it looks great now. Um, they had to get the uh, the boards all redone and the, the glass because they needed uh, NHL player safety to approve it before the NHL players could play there, right? It had to be yeah. safe for them. So they, they did uh, all, all rework that too and I know there's a lot more plans there to rework the, the lobby and sort of uh, rejig how, how the, uh, the arena's made up. But yeah, they, you could definitely notice it there um, yesterday. You heard yesterday uh, a guy call into the Taz show and say, uh, talk about the boilers, the yeah. the hot water heaters in the Lucan Arena. And one dressing room, the home dressing room, gets all the hot water. The visiting team, they're, they're freezing their their butts off when they're showering. You can relate to that. I can. Come from someone, actually, I've played on both sides. I played and got dressed in the home dressing rooms and the away ones as well. And yeah, there was always a, seemed to be a race for the shower and a race to get out of there when you're <laughs> getting undressed on, on the away side anyways. And it's, yeah, it's not just a rumor. That's the, that's, that's the way it was. So that might be next on the renovation <laughs> Yeah, list. that could be. Yeah, I did, not, I did not shower there last night. The ascenders won't let me down there to shower with them. So unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> Did you ask though? They're <laughs> no, not going to let you. I had you a don't media. Ask. I had a media pass. I thought I was basically I could do whatever I wanted. But that's not the case. That's all you got on. Yeah. <laughs> media. That thing dangling around your neck. There were there were a lot of kids cheering for the Senators, kinda as well. Yeah. I wanted to see Ottawa too because like I haven't seen Ottawa in like months. I went to a Senators game, but I like the Maple Leafs more. Oh. And I'm happy to be here. That's Gabe. <laughs> he, he was happy to see. I haven't seen the Senators in months. What have they been doing all summer? <laughs> Preparing for next summer because they're not going to win. So cute. Devin Peacock, there was a, you're not, we know you're not the biggest Ottawa Senators fan. And there was a moment during the Luke and Craft Hockeyville broadcast last night that you wanted to share with everybody. Yeah, so they brought on uh, Pierre Dorian, GM of the Senators uh, during uh, the intermission just to talk about uh, the upcoming season and uh, David Amber asked like a standard question to Dorian <laughs> and his response was hilarious. One thing you're optimistic about in terms of the Ottawa Senators? Working. <laughs> bit of a bit of a pause there. <laughs> what are you optimistic about when it comes to the Senators? Let's count that one out, okay? One thing you're optimistic about in terms of the Ottawa Senators? One, two, three, Four. Four seconds before he could think of an answer. <laughs> 
Not a good sign. If you've been in management this long, can't don't you have a standard answer to pull out of nowhere? Like, I'm excited about the rookies, or I'm excited about rebuilding for the future, or the positive light we see down at the end of the tunnel. Something. Come on. Anything is better. Well, anything's better than literally nothing. <laughs> But it, he almost easy, reacted yeah. like he was being held hostage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was my thought. Anyways, it was, it was sort of funny. You have to have a cue card. You're like Jim, like you said. There's some sort of reactionary answer. You know, you see in those intermission interviews. You know, two both teams working hard. Something like that. Even yeah. it's cliche. Anything. Pierre, if you need our help, <laughs> blink once. <laughs> Melnick can't hurt you. <laughs> Yesterday, a British tabloid got a hold of Stormy Daniels' upcoming memoir, Full Disclosure, and they released some passages. One of them was about uh, Donald Trump's junk. (laughs) Stormy's detailed description of the President of the United States' penis. (laughs) And I I feel bad. I know it's not a real person, but she compared uh, Donald Trump's manhood to... (laughs) A toadstool said it looked like the mushroom character from Mario Kart. (laughs) (laughs) And you're saying you feel bad for the toad? I feel bad for toad now because now every time people, less people are going to pick them when they're they're playing Mario Kart because they don't want to think of Donald Trump's penis. Oh, it's too bad. He had great handling, great acceleration, and now it's all over. He was one of the most (laughs) well-rounded characters in the game. Kind of want to see uh, the toad now with like the Trump haircut on the top. <laughs> oh, you do? Oh, I got a picture of that oh, right here. There you go. Here you are. The internet is a wonderful place. <laughs> the toad meme started flying around yesterday as soon as this was released. Here's another good one. Do you, do you get this joke? It's Toad from Mario Kart popping out of a Yeti cooler. <laughs> oh, because she said his hair down there looked like a Yeti. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, uh, <laughs> Donald Trump is not into manscaping as well, which is surprising considering how much time he spends on the hair that's on top of his head. Yeah. Maybe it's so long he just wraps it all around. It's like a big comb <laughs> over down there, too. He may not be able to find scissors for his little hands. <laughs> Where does he, where does he wrap it around from? Is the question. <laughs> where does it start? Yeah. <laughs> Toad in a Yeti cooler. Yeah, older guys. I mean, what do you think? You know, that wasn't the style back then. Hairstyles change. I'm not surprised he's not doing the uh, the downstairs grooming. Yeah, that's a young man's game, is it not? It, it's not like his sons are gonna. Go to him and say, hey, Dad, I know you're having sex with a lot of Playboy Playmates and porn stars. (laughs) Just a little tip. You trim around the bushes, the tree looks bigger. (laughs) (laughs) Or in this case, the mushroom. (laughs) Pretty fun guy, that Donald Trump. (laughs) These just keep going on, eh? (laughs) Look at this one. It's like a clinical... uh, a diagram of the male reproductive system, except with Toad from Mario Kart protruding out of one end. Of it. <laughs> oh my god! Um, Stormy adds, "It may have been the least impressive sex I've ever had, but clearly he didn't share that opinion." What do you expect she's gonna say? I, I I believe it was unimpressive all around, but she if imagine if she was like he was huge and he rocked my world, you know, right. like, that would be crazy. Yeah, it's uh, 
she's in a situation now where she obviously doesn't like the guy. Yeah. She's, she's got bad blood, and she's not going to compliment him in the bedroom. And we've said it before, she's got to make hay while the sun shines here. So the more she trashes, trashes Trump, the more popular this article is going to be, the more she, books she's going to sell. From the sounds of it, Jim, Trump's making hay downstairs <laughs> in his pants. Get the thrasher! <laughs> it was like a bushel. <laughs> It's like finding a toadstool in a haystack down there. <laughs> what other video game character it really could you compare uh, the male genitalia to? I think a lot of guys, their their junk would probably look most, if you had to equate it to a Mario Kart character, it would look most like Toad. Really, what other options do you have? I, I guess you could... Say it looks like Gandalf the Wizard or something from the Lord of the Rings game. It's got a lot of gray hair and the pointy <laughs> and the pointy hat on. But other than that, don't they all kind of look like uh, the mushroom from Mario Kart? It's a stereotype. What about the bird with the big mouth that shoots the white eggs out from Mario? Mario 2, you know the one I'm talking yeah, that's, about? That's, that's, that's a close second. <laughs> yeah, that, that a, you'd know they weren't Jewish if that was the description, <laughs> right? Well, of course, the late night TV shows had a field day with this news, and uh, here are some highlights. In her upcoming memoir, adult film star Stormy Daniels compares President Trump's penis to the video game character Toad from Mario Kart. So for once, I'm going to say, let's not take a closer look. And she says it looks like Toad from Mario Kart. People were like, forget the shape. How does he explain the giant red dots? I mean, that's not <laughs> She says it had a huge mushroom head like a toadstool. I lay there annoyed that I was getting blanked by a guy with Yeti pubes and a like the mushroom character in Mario Kart. It may have been the least impressive sex I'd ever had, but clearly he didn't share that opinion. And just like that, I will not eat a mushroom or play a video game ever again. In her new memoir, Stormy Daniels described uh, President Trump's penis as being like the mushroom character in Super Mario Brothers. That's what she said. Yeah, in other words, Stormy Daniels is every man's fantasy, a porn star who plays video games. That is actually... Now what Stormy said is getting a lot of press, so today Trump responded to the allegation to set the record straight. It's a very small thing we're talking about. It's incredible, the, the size of it. Like a little tiny peanut. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I set the record straight, man. <laughs> Coffee in the Iron Lungs. Welcome to the music hall last night by FM 96, along with Frank Turner. I hear it was a real cranker of a show. I saw a video posted on Instagram, and I said, we got to talk to her on the Taz Show this morning. This is a young girl named Violet who was pulled up on stage with uh, Sam Coffey to perform. Listen to this. This is Violet playing the guitar.
a young girl, man. Some of the comments. That was amazing. What a moving moment. I had goosebumps and tears in my eyes. Violet, you're amazing. Sam Coffey in the Iron Lungs. You guys are too freaking awesome. <laughs> what a great memory. You did amazing, Violet. She joins us on the phone here. Hi, Violet. Hi. How old are you? I'm only nine. You're only nine years old. And where did you learn to play guitar like that? Well, um, I learned how to play in rock camp and then, yeah. Oh, did you go to girls' rock camp? Yeah. That's such a cool thing, isn't it? Yeah. And your guitar teacher, Eric, saw you play last night, and he was very impressed, I hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is so cool. And do you love playing guitar? Yes. Is that the biggest crowd you've ever played for? Yeah. <laughs> Were you nervous? Was it crazy when you got on stage with Sam Coffey? Yes. I bet. Did you look out into the crowd and picture everyone in their underwear so you weren't as nervous? A little bit. <laughs> Just shirts off. <laughs> now, how did how did the band know about you? How did they get you up on stage? Well, my dad knows Sam, so... Yeah, your dad is a very talented uh, artist. He does a lot of posters for different bands. I know he's done uh, some great artwork for Sam Coffey in the in the past, right? Yeah, we just posted a video um, of me and Eric practicing a song that was his song um, on Instagram, and he asked us to play. Oh, cool. So he saw it on your Instagram oh. and then said, Violet, you got to get up during the show and play with us. Yeah. Now, I really like that cool jean vest you were wearing. That's kind of fit, fits with the rest of the band. They all like wearing their denim vests. Did you make that special for your performance? Yeah. We so it was on my the patch was on my jean jacket and then we sewed it off and put it on my vest. It looks super cool. Yeah. Now, what do you want to do when you get older? Are, are, do you have the bug now? You want to be a rock star when you grow up, Violet? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Good girl. That's so cool. You're well on your way. A big Tasmania kudos to you, Violet. It takes a lot of courage to get up on stage in front of all those people and perform when you're when you're an adult, let alone when you're uh, uh, nine years old. So uh, you made a lot of people's night last night. Everyone really enjoyed seeing you up there, okay? Wait, what? Everyone loved seeing you on stage last night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Jim, you posted that video for people to see if they want to check Violet out on guitar? Yeah, it's on the Taz Show blog. You see her during the sound check warming up and then live in front of the crowd rocking it. So great. What was it like hearing the crowd applaud when you were done, Violet? Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, it really was. <laughs> right on. Well, we can't wait until you come out with your own album and we'll start playing it here on FM 96, okay? Yeah. Alright, nine-year-old Violet rocking with Sam Coffee in the Iron Lungs last night. Ahoy, mateys! It's Taz and Jim on Talk Like a Pirate Day, joined by Captain Finn and the Salty Sea Dogs, London, Ontario's only pirate band. Guys, you sound terrific. Oh, well, thank you, mate. It's uh, good to hear. Well, I, I got to say guys and gal, because uh, what is your name, miss? 
Rosie DeBloon. Rosie DeBloon. You're <laughs> Rosie a DeBloon. newer member. I don't think you were here last time the band stopped by. You actually joined us this very day. This very day. This is your first day. This is your anniversary. One year anniversary. Oh, oh a year ago today. Nice. Oh. Talk, you joined on Talk Like a Pirate Day last year. Yeah, met, met at open mic night at Scott's Corner, actually. Uh, very nice. And you're playing, that is the pan flute, right? Is that what that is? Tis the penny whistle. Penny whistle. Mm. I was wrong. Irish whistle. The penny whistle. It sounds great. It's Thank a nice you. addition to the band, guys. You oh, must be you. happy. So talk like a pirate day. Captain oh, yeah, right. Finn, we need to learn some pirate slang. Oh, so, what do you got so for pirate us? pirate slang, all right. Well, there's a few things you need to know when you're being a pirate. Like, if you're going to say hello to somebody, you say, ahoy. 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 Vast. Avast. 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 Avast, matey. Now, is one more formal than the other? Uh, or? Uh, ahoy is a little little more less formal as ahoy. Uh, that's the casual a one. bit more formal. Okay. As well. Uh, there's also uh, booty. That's very important. It's not what you first initially think. That would be the treasure and the plunder treasure. that you'd be getting. If you had to choose between the booty that we were thinking about or the booty that the pirates think about, which would you take? Well, I, I take both. both. Mate. Yeah. We're pirates. We well, just first take it comes all. the pirate booty and then comes the other booty. That's right. Yes. Mate. you got to have the gold, right? As they say in Scarface. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. And also, uh, uh, the other one is ner. I would ne'er be good doing that again, mate, which is I'd never be doing that. I ne'er my nair regions. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> At least not on the air, anyways. They're completely <laughs> hairless. <laughs> <laughs> Happy talk like a pirate oh, day. Right. Thank you guys so much for stopping oh, by. Can you late. play us out here? Play a All little right. something. Oh, whiskey, whiskey of the devil. Can we do that one? Arr, I don't know. Oh, yeah. whiskey <laughs> or the devil, you're leading me astray. Oh, the hills and mountains, and to a merry day. You're sweeter, stronger, decenter, you're spunkier than Tay. Oh, whiskey or me, darling, drunk or sober. Hey, I just want to sincerely thank you for listening to the Taz Show podcast. If you want more, subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your podcasts, all the podcast places.